McDonald's chicken isn't just any chicken. It's chicken worth crossing the road for. It's tender, it's juicy, and now it's just $2. That's right. Now you can order six pieces of classic chicken McNuggets made with all white meat for just $2. And if you can't believe this amazing deal, add any size soft drink to your order for just a dollar more. Yep, your meal just got even better. Thanks to McDonald's one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. A la carte only. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. This keeps you away from um, doing what <clears throat> what you refer to as uh, is, is having to have the skill to read people. Because yeah. let's face it, most of us don't have that skill. So, um, you know, while we think we might be able to read someone, uh, the truth is no. I mean, let's look at marriages, 50% in a divorce and failure. And, um, you know, I mean, right there, how, how good of a reader is half the population? Not very good. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I like that. I like that we're relying on past behavior because, uh, you know, like you said, I, I think about some of the employees I've had to let go. Who, you know, I mean, as they say, as we say, they fire themselves um, uh, over the years. And if I had asked the question, you know, the way you have proposed asking these questions about past behavior, I would be willing to bet I would have hired far slower uh, and hired far better. And um, that's that's a that's a revelation for me. Okay, but I'm I'm, I'm going to actually take take umbrage with you for just um, just half of that statement. I know which and one. Go. <laughs> don't want to hire slower. You absolutely want to hire better, but you don't want to hire slower. Let me go back to my initial statement, which which I said doesn't sound profound, but is. These people who tell you to hire slow are nuts. They fundamentally do not understand what they're trying to accomplish. What they're trying to accomplish is satisfy a business need. So if I said to you, Jerry, hey, Jerry, you got this business need? Go slow. Take a long time to solve that problem. <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense, does it? No, it doesn't. So you got <laughs> so to hire. When, when you go back to my basic premise, the only reason you hire is to satisfy a business need, you got to hire as fast as possible. Now, that doesn't mean you violate your due diligence. It doesn't mean that you do it willy-nilly. What it means is we take this structured process I'm sharing with you, and we just implement as fast as we can. Don't skip any steps. Don't cut corners, but just do it quickly. There's no reason you can't do the process I'm sharing with you incredibly quickly. Sure. So sure. Don't, don't fall into the trap that I've got to hire slow. That, that is really a mistake, but you do want to hire better. And... I happen to agree with you. I will bet you the greatest majority of your hiring mistakes you wouldn't have made. You just would have known. I mean, we've all made mistakes. And by the way, I've made mistakes. Nobody's perfect. When you're dealing with human beings, you're never going to be 100% accurate. Right. But the greatest percentage of those few mistakes I've made absolutely wouldn't have if I'd gotten more data. Yeah. I mean, I have clients who come to me that – after we're done training them, we go, oh, my God. You know, they have problem employees that go, I, I would have seen that on the way in the door. Right. It would have been obvious as, as all get out on the way in the door. Must understand, an interview is not reality. Everybody listening to this, take this to heart. An interview is not reality. You know what that means? People are on their absolute best behavior. It will never get any better than the interview. People are scrubbed and polished and prepared and on their best behavior. So if you're going to try and hire people based upon interview behavior, you are going to make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. 
Boy, uh, that's true. That yeah. you're, you're you're so right. We're all because that's like the big day. We all get polished up and ready for that opportunity, and we are on our best behavior. We are going to mask every um, little uh, twitch and fidget that we have, and our you know our bad habits. We're going to mask and. You know, I mean, that, you're so correct. It, it's kind of like, um, it, it, you know, it, if marriage never gets any better than the honeymoon, you have a bad honeymoon. I mean, ugh, you know. Yeah, it's, well, um, the example I like to use, which which will make sense certainly to the people here in North America, you know, an interview is like prom day. It's like yeah. prom night. It just never gets any better. You're scrubbed, you're polished, you know, all the pimples are covered over. Everything is perfect. Yeah. You're never going to look any better. Yeah. And, but, and, but that's just not reality. So, no. That's why by focusing on their past behavior and stuff they did and so forth, just all that stuff goes out the window. And now all of a sudden, you're going to be making a decision based upon facts, on data, instead of feelings and gut. I mean, one of the goals of selecting winners of my methodology is to eliminate 95% of the subjectivity. Yeah. It, it just shouldn't be there. The only reason I should hire you to work for me, Jerry, there's only one reason, and that's because I'm absolutely, totally convinced you will be successful in satisfying my business need. Yeah. Not that I like you or you're a good guy or you're smart or you're witty. Who cares? Right. Will you satisfy my business need? That's the only thing I care about. Yeah. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's all right. That's right. I mean, that, I mean, the decision, which is the last step of the process, by the way, becomes very simple. If I can give you, uh, tell you how simple it is, when we do, when we go into an organization and we do our workshop, uh, we do an eight-hour workshop, and we spend exactly seven minutes out of eight hours talking about how to make the decision. <laughs> it's, that, it's that easy. You know, uh, here's what I like to tell people. You don't ever want to sit on the fence. It's pokey, and it pokes in places. You don't want to get poked. It hurts. You don't ever want to sit on a fence. Not a good place to be. Right. So the only way you make a good decision is by having enough data to make a good decision. Hopefully everybody listening to this can agree. The more data you have, the higher the probability you're going to make a good decision. Yeah. And I think most people would agree with that. When you're interviewing the way I'm teaching you to interview, the way we're talking about here, you're dealing with data. Because if, if I was talking to you, Jerry, about you know how you went about attracting new patients, the answers I'm getting are facts. Either you did it or you didn't do it. If you did it, it's factual. So in other words, I'm dealing with facts instead of saying, hey, what's your philosophy on attracting patients? Well, right. the answer to that might be fact more likely going to be fiction, could be fantasy, could be any, I mean, it could be anything under the sun. Focus on data, focus on facts, and by keeping your questions in the past tense, focusing on people's behavior, you're dealing with factual information, because either they did it or they didn't do it. What, um, in making that decision, Barry, what is the, what's the number one thing that, uh, you know, that, that I should be considering? Is it, is it, um, uh, is it, I mean, what what data should I be focused on? What what's the overwhelmingly top piece of data that I should look at? All of the above, and and, okay. and, and, and I apologize for my smartest answer, but it's true. Um, I get asked I get asked a lot of times, what's more important, skills or attitude? My answer is yes. <laughs> okay, I mean that's what's more important. Yeah. You we went through this 
incredible discipline to develop the profile. We know what our business need is. We know what the specific results they have to deliver. We know what knowledge, skills, and, and, and behaviors they need to bring to it. If we say we come up with, with five things, you know, writing skills and spreadsheets and establishes rapport and uh, team player and, and initiative, well, guess what? Which one are you going to give up on? Yeah. Which one? Are you going to give up on the Excel spreadsheet or are you going to give up on the initiative? My answer is neither. Right. If you have said those are the five things critical for the person to be successful, why are we doing trade-offs? Right. That doesn't make any sense. So which of those five, you know, people like to say, how do you prioritize those five? You know, and I have competitors of mine that, that come up with, you know, weighted averages and algorithms and formulas and ridiculous it doesn't make any sense either it's critical to their success or it isn't think right. of it as a simple pass fail if they don't have these five things they will fail right that's all there is to it um so there is no one thing more important than anything else when it comes to the hiring requirements there in my mind they're just equal uh, if yeah. you're going to trade off on any of them let me tell you what's going to happen Remember that front half of the profile where we listed all those results they were going to deliver? Yep. You're not going to get, you're not going to get those results. You just aren't. That, right. that You just aren't because, you know, if one of your results is that within three months they will have created and delivered a patient newsletter, well, guess what? If they don't have good writing skills, it ain't going to happen. You know, it's kind of sad because we're so um, we're so uh, um, okay. Usually, we're so okay with saying, "Well, they've got four out of five, and so far that's as good as we've got." And so we're okay with accepting mediocrity. But the minute we hire them, we're immediately pissed off that they can't do what we what we have set them up to fail at. That's right. It, it's exactly what I tell people because we still live in the real world, Jerry. I mean, let's be realistic here. You know, it's wonderful to have this utopian world, but we live in the real world, and sometimes you have to make compromises. So let's assume that we've got these five requirements, and we've looked for a while, and we just absolutely cannot find somebody who is all five, but here's somebody who's got four of the five, but they're missing the creative writing skills. I'm just picking one. Mm -hmm. You now have to go back to your list of expected outcomes, those results, and you have to refine those. If you thought that within 90 days you were going to have a patient newsletter because you were hiring this you know, marketing person to create a patient newsletter for you, and then you go hire somebody who doesn't have good writing skills, I promise you in 90 days you're not going to have a patient newsletter. Maybe it's 180 days, or maybe you're going to have to pay extra money to outsource that one responsibility, that one result you were hoping that person would deliver. Mm-hmm. So if you compromise on the back end, the list of requirements, you better go back and readjust your outcomes or, like you said, you're going to be pissed off. You're going to yeah. be disappointed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You can't compromise in one place and not expect an adverse impact on, on your business. Sorry. Yeah. Every, every compromise has a consequence. It doesn't matter what compromise it is. It has a consequence. Exactly. So um, I try to tell people, keep that list of hiring requirements relatively small. Mm-hmm. Keep it at four or five things. Mm-hmm. For an entry-level person, maybe it's only two or three things. You know, I work a lot with, with organizations that hire people right out of school. 
and they said, what's the most important thing when you're hiring a young person right out of school? I said, well, there's two things that you can't trade off on. Number one is the ability to learn, because they're going to have to learn almost everything they're going to do. So I'm going to go back and see how quickly they pick up new information and put it into practice. Right. And number two is the ability to follow instructions, because you're going to be yep. telling them how to do all this stuff. If you've got to tell them two times, three times, four times, you're probably not going to be real happy. Right. So, you know, and then you go all the way up. If you're hiring a professional, if you're hiring a doctor, you know, there's going to be, you know, six or eight or ten technical things that they doggone better know how to do, as well as some of the behavioral stuff as well. So in that case, you might have eight or ten or twelve requirements for that particular position. Right. But, you know, once again, if they don't know how to do one particular procedure and you're hiring this person because you have a backlog of that particular procedure, that's your business problem, this person doesn't solve your business problem. I think you're 100% right. Um, you know, relationships and business is all about, are, are all about the people we choose to surround ourselves with. Um, and I, I, I can't agree with you more. That's absolutely brilliant advice. Um, so, yeah, go check out um, uh, Barry's website, hiring30.com, where you can order his book, and, of course, uh, selectingwinners.com, the website that he just mentioned. Um, go check it out and, and learn more about, um, uh, about Barry and his company. Um, Barry, thanks again. I mean, just a thrill for me. And if you wouldn't mind hanging on after I uh, end our recording, um, we'll wrap things up. And uh, uh, to everybody listening to us, I appreciate your time and, and uh, your dedication to this uh, mini business uh, audio series for Dennis. And if you have any questions, uh, as always, reach out, uh, jerry at jerryjonesdirect.com, or you can reach us at 503-339-6000. And with that, uh, I will say goodbye to you all, and uh, we'll see you next time around. Thanks so much. Hey, Jerry Jones here. Thank you for joining me on this edition of The Jerry Jones Radio Show. You've reached the end of this segment, and in just a few days, we'll post the next, or in some cases, the final segment of this show. You can always listen in to the next segment or show by visiting jerryjonesdirect.com forward slash podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher, or find the show at blogtalkradio.com forward slash jerryjones. For more information about Jerry Jones Direct, go to jerryjonesdirect.com, or give us a call, 503-339-6000. Our member ambassadors are standing by to assist you. And once again, thank you for listening to The Jerry Jones Radio Show. Getting a tasty breakfast sandwich with a quality cup of coffee, that's a morning victory. Getting it served quick and at a great price, that's like a morning victory with a parade and a marching band. Get a sausage McMuffin for $1 and add any size hot drip coffee for just a dollar more on McDonald's one two three dollars menu. Hot and tasty, fast and easy. That's breakfast at McDonald's. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Run into Old Navy for 50% off all Old Navy active. Two days only tomorrow and Sunday. All your favorite active leggings, hoodies, mesh tees, and more are 50% off tomorrow and Sunday at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 223 and 224 excludes in-store clearance.